I am holding on to a leaf. I can feel it. It's hard to explain and simple. I point to the yagalons. It looks like I have much to give and it's true when I'm pointing I usually have much to give. It's just that when I am alone, I feel like the veil is too far, like I am striving to fill my gallon, like I have to climb down to the bottommost part of the well to extract water. Leaf by Shell Njogo. So how are you doing today? This is another Tuesday and I'm so glad that you have joined me. It's always a pleasure to have you and your commitment to listen to this podcast. I'm blessed by you. I do this because of you. Yeah, I feel grateful. Today, um, there were so many things that I felt like they prevented me to upload this episode. Actually, from yesterday, Monday, though the episode was ready, I just didn't feel like I have the capacity or I had the capacity to post this today. And maybe this can be an encouragement to anyone who is going through something. And it's not like um, necessarily going through something that it's tough. It's just that some days can become harder. Days where you feel you just can explain it. You're just experiencing things within and your and you just don't feel like and it's not like uh where people say that um I don't feel like doing something like it's something you feel deep within I don't have the capacity to do this today and I've been feeling like that lately I don't know why I haven't I think sat with myself to try to understand what is going on with me I just have some few guesses, but I think even from the poem, it explains a little bit. Because it's I'm not going through a phase of depression, that I'm sure. But at the same time, I, I, it's just normal to have these low, low moments in life. Days where you just don't feel like you have anything to give to others and to yourself and I feel like today is one of those days but whatever I am going through today is not as dull I'm the one who is dull the episode ain't dull at all okay so listening uh, kindly share this episode with your friends it will be of so much help Not only to me, but to them. If you can learn something, then just share it with your friends so that you can learn together and grow together. Through this series, there has been a lot of vulnerabilities uh, through all the sharing and all the guests that I had. They have been so kind to share from 
their experiences, which has been so awesome. So yeah, kindly share with your friends. It will also help me to grow honestly. Um, it will help me to be. It will help the podcast to grow, of which we are all looking for growth. It's important to grow. So when you share, you're helping your friends and you're also helping me. Thank you in advance. It's time to listen to Kelvin, Joan and Gift. I am a man. I don't need accountability. <laughs> yeah. That one is, um, most men say that. And, uh, even Christians. Even Christians, they say that. And I would say some of the reasons they do that is um, a man always looks at himself like he can do everything by themselves. And, and, and they don't want to appear as though they are weak. So a man will think like if, if, if I have an accountability partner, then it means that I'm weak. I'm not able to handle my situations on my own, my circumstances on my own. But that's wrong. I think they're also driven by ego. Mm-hmm. The ego which, which still ties up with uh, weakness. So I'm a man, how can I be looking up to someone for help? Even the society doesn't uh, approve of that as a man. But what happens with these people who do not have accountability, partners, or anyone? We find that these are the people who later they are met with situations in life and they fail. They fall like head down, legs up. Huh? <laughs> you know, I love I love animations and cartoons. <laughs> so, so change that picture. <laughs> huh? and when they fall, then and especially if they are Christians and believers, and you start asking yourself questions, okay, what happened? This person appeared as though they are strong. Um, they're able to tackle everything. There are people that you've been running through for solutions. But now they are no, they are normal, and that will now paint a not so good picture about a Christian man, especially a Christian man. So for me, I would say that it would be wrong for any man to think that they do not need an accountability partner. It's very key and very important. Yeah, um, in everything that you do. Even when you want to make a decision about something, you can always consult. Or you can be deliberate enough to have, uh, you tell yourself, I have this project, let me find some people whom I trust that can be accountable to them. And that will really help. You see, um, I said you'll be deliberate enough. Um, me, while I was in campus and I wanted to get into a relationship, I picked some two of my friends, three of my friends, my male friends, <clears throat> very close. And I told them my story. And it's not that 
someone someone asked me you know what you need to have an accountability partner it was within me i need to have some people whom i can be accountable to or they can be my, they can be my bouncing boards when things are not working well tell them what i wanted to do and they've been my, they've been my accountability partner even even when that project of mine never materialized <laughs> <laughs> There were the people I went back to and told them, okay, this is what has happened, this is what has happened. <laughs> and uh, they're still my friends even right now. So it's not a weakness to have an accountability partner as a man. See, yeah. the, the, the setting, when, you, t- when you, you spoke about setting the society and all, the setting is such that the man is, is seen as the solution. Everything is anchored on the man to provide solution. I remember you also you, you gave a, an example yeah, of the family set set up setting and where the, 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 the mother is busy, you know, giving instructions and warnings, uh, even threatening to hit somebody. But the children are not listening. <laughs> <laughs> but when the father just points, uh, just calls the name. Order is restored. <laughs> so, the, the man has always been seen as the solution. And uh, for somebody whom you feel that every eye is upon you, you wouldn't want to show that you are weak or unreliable. And uh, as, as, as Kevin was saying that, having an accountability ability partner is not is not weakness actually the greatest show of strength is accepting where your uh, your strength ends the bible says that where the thinking of man ends that's where his thinking begins but you see again jesus when he was ascending to heaven he told his disciples that i've given you the keys of authority Whatever you lock on earth shall be locked in heaven. Whatever you unlock shall be unlocked. So in as much as where our thinking ends, God's thinking begins, he has given us that authority. Now to say, Father, nimefikamwisho, so take over. You know. The same thing, when, when Shelmith, you, you come for me, to me for answers, and you've asked me something that is you know, way above me. For example, right now I am, I am I'm doing law. I'm a law student. I have so many friends who call me, you know, and telling me, so there's this and these situations, this and this situation, what does the law say about this? For those that I know, I tell them, okay, so this is what the law says about. But there are some questions that I look at these questions and I, I, I see their sensitivity. I might or might not know the answer then, but I still have to, you know, ask somebody. Uh, I have a brother of mine who is an advocate, so mostly I just ask him. I might not ask him as, you know, there's this and this person who asked me this and that, or I might not ask, tell him I have a project that is this and that, but I may just pick the conversation with him, you know. Accepting that this is where my knowledge ends, this is where my strength ends, and I have to seek enforcement. It's actually the greatest show of strength that somebody can have.
So w- when we when we say that I cannot have an accountability partner because I'm a man, you know, I have to be that solution that you're looking for. I will help you no matter what. Then in the long run, you you end up failing miserably, you know, where the head is down mm. and the legs are up. <laughs> And you become the weakest person that would ever be. So these people that say I cannot have I cannot have an accountability partner, I will say this, these are weak people. No offense meant. But it's it's weakness not to want to better yourself. Or it's weakness not to want to have an opinion that is better than yourself. Even even uh, I don't know whether it's only doctors uh, but there is this thing that is called a second opinion. When they give you, when you're given a diagnosis that you feel like cannot agree with the diagnosis, you go to another specialist or another doctor who is going to run the same tests, or perhaps you might even give him the test that you came came with from the other hospital or the other doctor where you did not agree with his diag- with his diagnosis, and you seek what is called a second opinion. So seeking accountability is actually something that if we embrace is going to make an even better society than the messed up society that we're living in right now. Yeah. So, Kelvin, Umesoma, you have a mentor and it was obvious to you when you wanted to get into a relationship for you to get uh, accountability, that is. Why? Why that? instinct what was going through your mind for you to say that i need accountability not only from one but three <laughs> <laughs> that emphasis <laughs> now um one i i, I believed in because um, i was i was going into i was going to get into something i've never been there before Mm-hmm. For me, I thought um, the people outside here who might who are, who are already in it, and uh, I, I admire what they are doing and how their relationship is. They thought uh, because they have experience, and me, I'm getting in here with with uh, little or no experience. Yeah. So I will need trusted people, people that I can be able to open up to. So for me, that was just, it was, okay, should I say, should I say uh, natural or it was just an instinct within me, I must have an accountability partner. And again, uh, it comes in with exposure as well. Um, exposure to people who have accountability partners and also exposure to materials that you read that really encourage about and encourage accountability. And so that exposure will, autom- will automatically led me to think of and to have accountability partners. And now instead of just having one, I thought, let me have three. <laughs> let me have three. No but, room for error. Yes, so that there will be no room for error. Even, the, even three, three is a number in the, in the Bible. Preacher, <laughs> <laughs> brother. Yeah, so I think exposure to materials and to friends whose relationships were working or good and so admiring them yeah. led me to think of them to be my accountability partners. Mm. Mm. 
Okay. That's smart. Now that you have explained it. Yeah, uh, I think I should also. And you give to God. Well, I've already said about it. Uh, for me, I can't really say I've had people that have pinpointed and given them that title. <laughs> but I do have people that I ask for advice and the, the likes. So whether, whether we like it or not, for that relationship to really work out the right way, you have to have an accountability partner. For me, there's, there's an, an aunt of mine and an uncle that I talk to them. Sometimes I, I do not talk to them as if it's my, uh, it's my own situation. I might talk as if it's a story I had somewhere or somebody asking for advice, depending on the sensitivity of the issue. But the point is, you have to have an area of reference. And you see, that accountability partner will not work if you, one, you don't trust them, and two, if you do not obey them. Because you need to trust that what they're telling you is true and to the best of their knowledge good. and for your good. And you have to go ahead and if it's an advice, you have to, to go ahead and, you know, work on it. If it's, if it's a warning, you have to go ahead and consider it. If it is a refrain, you have to refrain. If it is an action, you have to do. Mm. So those, having that person, whether you acknowledge them to be or not to be, because mostly if somebody asks me if I have a mentor, I will tell them, no, I don't have a mentor. If you just, you know, ambush me with that question, I'll just tell you, no, I don't have an, a mentor. But when I sit down and think about it, then, uh, yeah, so-and-so is actually my mentor. So... You, you have to have that point of reference. You have to trust them and you have to respect them. And you have to obey what they're telling you. Mm. John, accountability on the readers. I think we can talk too much. Uh, we like to, to interact and to just share whatever the person, the guy did. But are we willing to hear the truth when it comes to accountability? Because they have to be truthful as well. Okay, in my case, I guess I'm an outlier. <laughs> I've never had an accountability partner. I don't know. I have, I have trouble disclosing what is in my heart. I tend to keep it in. But then I guess it's important. It's important. Uh, Maybe it just goes with personality, I guess. Um, what was your question? <laughs> it is your question? still accountability. Accountability. Yeah. I think it's, it is important, especially if you um, is where you have to make a decision where you you're torn between options. It's, it's important uh, for myself. I don't know. I think maybe it's pride or something. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Mine is pride. Yeah. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps, yeah. perhaps you have a best friend. Yeah. Or a very good friend. I have good friends. That you talk to. Well, maybe not. You see, um, Shelmeth might be a very good friend of mine. You might be a very good friend of mine. Yes. Kevin, the same. Mm -hmm. 
there are issues that I, I may speak to Shelmith that I may not speak to Kevin about. There are things I might speak to you that I may not speak to Shelmith about. Yeah. You see, yeah. That, that, that can also be, be brought down to uh, accountability. Now, if we answer the question that Shelmith has asked, are we ready for the truth? Because I will talk to her, mm-hmm. and she's going to give me an opinion, mm-hmm. perhaps an advice on the issue. Yeah. But am I ready to, you know, because I haven't given her the, the title, <laughs> accountability partner. Mm. So am I ready to, to listen, to hear the, the truth from her? If she rebukes me, if she encourages mm. me, if mm. she, you know, gives me a warning, am I, am I able to... To listen to her and put what she's telling me as my friend now that I've given her the title friend mm-hmm. concerning that matter if yes then your friend becomes your accountability partner mm-hmm. you see having having that title accountability partner does not mean such such a great thing mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be an old man with gray hair all <laughs> over <laughs> it just has to be somebody that you free with Mm-hmm. concerning that particular issue and somebody who is going to give you a, an honest opinion on the issue. Now, because Shelmith, I know Shelmith is saved, so she's going to give me, if I come to her on relationship issues, she's going to give me an honest opinion concerning that issue that I have talked to her about, but now geared on the Word of God, mm-hmm. based on the Word of God based on Christian values. So if I listen to her, she, already, she has already become an account, my accountability partner mm-hmm. for that issue. Yeah. I guess if you put it like that, I do have, not many, <laughs> not many. Mm, of course, I, I, uh, uh-huh. of course, in terms of accountability partners, it's usually not many. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think maybe I have one, <laughs> one, uh, and it's shell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm I'm Guess you're the only one I am comfortable revealing things to. Uh, but yeah, and it's helpful. It's it's very helpful. Yeah. Um. See, yeah. to I think having an accountability partner helps in uh, <coughs> releasing some tension and pressures someone might have. That's the fine thing that not have accountability partners, they they get affected by pressure and tension, which will affect their lives. I think the the bottom line is whether that person you've acknowledged them with that title or not. The, the accountability partner is only an accountability partner if you are ready to hear the truth from them. Whether it, I tell Shell, Shell you, you're my mentor or you're my accountability partner, or I tell Kevin you're my accountability partner, whether I come to disclose this, those issues to you or not. if. You give me an advice and I'm not ready to work on it, then you're not my accountability partner. You're just somebody that I've come to empty my heart to or I've come to dump my problem so that at least I can forget, you know, for 
for a few seconds somebody that is going to massage my ego that's not an accountability partner it has to be somebody that tells you those hard truths not because they are criticizing you not because they hate you but because they love you and they want you to be the best version of yourself that you can be and you have to be ready to listen to those hard truths and work on them that's what makes one an accountability partner not the title yeah and now you brought up something that i think i was talking to you about a few weeks ago mentors male and female in my opinion if it's an accountability partner get the same sex don't empty yourself if you're I'm a lady i don't think uh, i should empty myself to a man in the name of he's a mentor especially if the matter it's emotional and relationships that i'm coming to tell kelvin or cj gift alinifanya then kelvin <laughs> collect and him <laughs> <laughs> And then, then I, I start having an, another agenda. And it's and because we are of different sexes and they are kuna the emotional things that are happening and the vulnerability and you feel like uh, maybe it's it start from sincerity mm-hmm. a hug and then like I think I'm having feelings for this other guy. And I think, in my opinion, it should be the same sex accountability. Yeah. Depending um, on them. Yeah, depending on um, the objective mm. at hand. Uh, you might want to have a mentor if it matters to do matters that will touch on your social emotional development. matters to touch on uh, relationships that is a um, male female relationship there are things would have just the same sex uh mentor but uh maybe in a situation where one you, you might find yourself having a mentor who is of the of a different sex it could apply on uh, things to do with careers mm-hmm. or businesses yeah academics and all that yeah that one because it is basically academics it is about business it's about careers yeah at least for that one uh, incidences where you find yourself uh might find yourself though, though it is still it is still uh, not the best option because at the end of the day you're still social beings and you know the more you talk there is a principle of proximity the psychologists say yeah. that principle might work on you if you're not careful yeah so it it can happen i think that's a very a very legitimate concern uh i had this friend once and she came to me and very very honest very she seemed so sincere she was telling me about oh this this guy this and that she is a good friend of mine but i think her feelings for him i'm afraid if i open up i might lose that friendship and all and being the good friend that i was mm. i had faced this guy i told her well if if he truly values your friendship even if you open up 
he's still going to value that friendship and it can't be a reason why the friendship has to die as long as you understand where he's standing and he understands where you're standing whether he has same feelings for you or he just sees you as a friend and we had a very long conversation about that to and fro to and fro and when she finally decided that I'm I am really of this opinion she turns and tells me what well, you that friend that I was talking about <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a very legitimate concern. Uh, and as much as I told her, well, as I've told you, it can't be a concern for a friendship, but still I don't see you that way. So yeah. it, it, it is a very... I'm still sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, a serious thing happened to me <laughs> on campus. It's, but it's good if, if, if you're coming to open up to me about your relationship, issues and all that I'd rather be a male and a male and a female and a female um back in campus there was a lady who used to have issues with her relationship and um he used to come to me she was in second year I was in fourth year and uh she used to come to me to my room as well to just talk to me about what is happening in her relationship and all that most times, and uh, it happened that we were in the same Bible study, and uh, she was a, she was the one in charge of the Bible study. So I think we we connected during the Bible study. That's where we knew each other more. And then now she used to follow me back about her relationship. Sometimes I go to her room. We talk. We share. Give her advices. You know they say. The single people have the best relationship. Best, apparently. Apparently, until you get into a relationship. Anyway, I have no idea what it's yeah. going on. And again. she used to see like she was. She used to feel like wow, it's like have a solution and all that. She wanted to break up with the, with the, with the boyfriend. Me, I told, I told her I have not told you to break up. It is your decision. Me, I'm telling you what I think is right, but the decision lies with you. So if you think breaking up will solve the problem, well and good, I have no problem. So this this one day, I'm walking along along uh, our library, uh, back in campus, and uh, I just bump into her. And here we are. Hi, hi, there's something I want to tell you. And okay, is it, can uh, I can you sit somewhere? We sat from Skiza. So can I be with you? Um, me, I my mind be. I broke up with a guy. And oh, okay, I'm so sorry for, for you and uh, Polly. I know, I know, and I know it hurts. Yeah, I'm sorry for the, for the guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> eh? I know, in as much as she made that decision, but it was a painful one for her. So she was still feeling. Uh, the heart and in the process of talking she said that you know what I'm done with that guy and me I'm free and available and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then she started let me say selling her CV to me so me, me, me think I'm one guy who is good at reading between the lines immediately you one of the rare ones <laughs> <laughs> Guys, don't read between the lines. 
Yeah. I saw where the conversation was going and I read between the lines immediately. I know, ha! And, uh, immediately, uh, uh, she asked me, uh, I know I know in the evening you usually talk with a girlfriend and all that. You text her, you have these long calls. And me just innocently said, which girlfriend? Me, I don't have a girlfriend. That's what she was going for. <laughs> so I say that innocently. Then later she said, uh, I'm right here. Why? Wow. Guts. So that one just caught me off guard. <laughs> and then I told her, um, Yeah, I hear you. Uh, oh. So I was there, <laughs> confused. <laughs> I thought you read between the lines. <laughs> yeah, of course, I read between the lines, but now how now to respond to this was uh, something difficult. Because she's just from a relationship, and she's still hurt, and she's jumping, she wants to jump into another one with me. So, um, and I'm sorry to say that sometimes for me, I'm uh, some may say that I'm, I'm a bit rough or <laughs> insensitive in a way. But for me, I think I, I can me, say you're honest. For me, for me, I can say uh, a bugger honest. I just told her it can't work. It's impossible. One, me, I'm someone who likes mutual consent, and if if you have a feeling for me, I must have the same feeling for you as well. So if it doesn't work. It's that way. And for me, if, if I realize that, <laughs> if I realize that our conversations, because the more you talk with someone, the more you get connected, the not careful feelings develop and all that, me, I'll cut conversation. I think that's what I did. From that day onwards, our conversation was just, hi, hi. That's enough. So, um, yeah, it's good to be careful. If it matters to do the relationship, just go to your fellow female, go to your fellow male, and it will work for you. Others will be disappointed. We'll get more disappointed. But again, the, 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 the measure is, mm. in as much as it is a legitimate concern mm. about emptying your, your heart out to somebody of the opposite sex, it's, it's, it boils down to discipline discipline and knowing that this person is genuinely genuinely helping me out here and you should also for you if you happen to be the caregiver you should also understand that this person is genuinely in in trouble and I'm here to help her or I'm here to help him so if if you can understand that balance and again it's a very big if. <laughs> if you can understand balance, that balance, and respect that balance, and have discipline, then it can as well work, you know, having to, to, to empty your heart out to a person of the opposite sex and still get the message that you're supposed to get, not the message that you think you're getting. So in as much as it's, it's a very legitimate concern, and I would advice for you to find somebody of this of the same sex to you know ask advice on these matters 
if and again it's a very big if I will never stop to emphasize this if you can understand that balance then you can get help even from somebody of the opposite sex but it's difficult those emotional boundaries yeah yes. once you, you open have up to somebody yeah exactly yeah, a connection like, yeah. inevitably develops even as counselors mm-hmm. like it's very common for clients to even fall in love with you because now they feel like you understand them maybe they're coming from a relationship where they feel like they're not being understood and that's why we have to keep very strict professional boundaries you only meet them in a counseling room and nowhere else you only like they only allowed to contact you at the office hours because you're trying to keep that boundary because it's they, we understand that the minute you start sharing yourself a connection develops and it's hard it's hard to draw a line it's, it's hard it's hard so even yeah i wouldn't yeah go to even even like for like uh, recommend to them somebody else they can talk to like the same tell them that this is not you're not the best person to handle this it's best if you talk to somebody else about this it's very it's yeah. very difficult and tricky but at the same time it's not impossible <laughs>